of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Coach, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year, Kenny, JT. How are you guys doing? Coach, we're doing great. You know, a couple of weeks ago, since we've been talking about sports betting in Ohio, I might have come down with this idea that you must be a great poker player because a couple of weeks ago you said you didn't know how good your team was going to be. Oh, this Lipkins kid, he might be a little bit banged up. Well, here you are, 9-0, and in charge of the Federal League. You beat McKinley by 26. How are you getting this done, poker player? Well, I'll tell you what, I don't gamble because if I started to gamble, I'd probably lose everything. But, you know, when, when we talked um, uh, a while back, um, we didn't really know. We knew that we had a, a bunch of very talented young kids, but we didn't know that those young kids were going to come out and be fearless in their play. Um, they were going to make plays all over the place. Um, they weren't going to worry about the situation, who we were playing. They just go out and they play hard and they have fun. And I'm really loving this team that I have because um, they're just getting better and better. And, you know, we, we had a great 22. I mean, we did. We, we played outstanding basketball. Um, we did get the chance to win nine. But I tell everyone, you're only going to be as good as your next game. And that's coming up tomorrow night against a very, very talented Jackson Polar Bear team. Coach, JT mentioned the McKinley game, 72-46 in their building. That's the last time we talked to you, I think, right before that game. How were you guys able to pull away in that game, I think late third quarter, early fourth quarter, make it a blowout, and how big of a win was that for the confidence of your team? Well, um, I mean, it does wonders when you have a bunch of young kids who are really unsure about their footing in high school basketball. But let's not make any mistake. The McKinley Bulldogs are very, very talented. And that game was nick and tuck for a long time. And at the end there, we were able to make some plays, make some shots, get some stops. And they just couldn't score the basketball. But um, I think anyone who has McKinley coming up on their schedule better beware because, you know, that's a very well-coached team, and they're, they're pretty talented. So in, in my eye, we were pretty lucky, and we played great basketball. And, again, we were going into that situation knowing that, you know, you go into the iconic field house and the place is going to be electric. It was a great crowd. And you don't know if your kids are going to, going to be afraid of the moment. But our kids weren't. And we're learning about these kids that they really don't care. I mean, they just go in and they play and, and they do what they do. And so far we've been lucky enough to, to win those first nine. But we have a heck of a schedule coming up and hopefully – we're ready to compete against a, a tough federal league because that's what we're getting ready to get into right now. And everyone knows, I said this on the show before, everyone knows that every team in that federal league can beat you on a night when you don't play well. So hope, hopefully we continue to play well and we continue to grow and get better and you know learn some of the things that, that we need to be able to do to win games. But you know it, it's a young bunch, and it's really been a lot of fun. Great crowd. You walk into the field house – it's littered with all these former players that played either yeah. basketball or football at McKinley. Sid Lewis, 
You had Doyle Lewis. You had Ron Stokes, Ray Ellis. You take a group of youngsters in there, and how nice is it when you say you find out that they can play, they can answer the call? Does it change your philosophy, your style of coaching at all with these kids? No, not at all, because, you know, we really did want to – I should say this differently. We have to play a certain way. We're a team that we have to pressure you. We have to get up and down the floor. We have to be in transition. Um, All of those things because we're such a small team. I think Brees Zerger is, you know, if he stands on some high heel shoes, he might be 6'3", and that's our big out there. But, you know, what we've learned is Brees Zerger at 6'3", can outrun the other team's big man. So as soon as we get the ball, Brees, run to the rim. And he's averaging 15 points a game, and I'll bet you half of those buckets are he just beat the other team down the floor. So, um, you know, regardless of who we're playing, uh, we have to be a, a good transition team. And the little guards that we put out there, hey, they're great in the open floor. They get up and down the floor, and they always seem to make, make the right pass. And um, we have guys finishing around the rim. And um, so far, um, they don't seem to be phased by any moment. And you're right. That night at the field house, Phil Hubbard, I mean, it was so many iconic uh, former Bulldogs in that place with that big old crowd. And our kids didn't, they didn't miss a beat. I mean, it's like they didn't care. But, you know, when you think about it, these kids, they're 15 years old. Right. They don't know any of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Only we I mean, do. Really Only we don't. would be starstruck, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they didn't, you know, Troy Taylor comes over to me at halftime and he mm-hmm. goes, dang, Rick, who's the little point guard? He's talking about Bryce Room. Bryce, 15 years old, sophomore, you know, making his, his, his third varsity start. He making plays all over the place, knocking down threes, dropping dimes everywhere. Bryce didn't care. He didn't care right, about none of that. Right. He just wanted to play. And that's the thing about these kids. All of them play pretty high-level AAU basketball, so mm. they've seen some pretty good basketball players, and they've been in pressure situations before, so they just go out and play. And they don't, you know, they make a mistake, or my bad, coach, I'll fix it next time. And that's what we've been seeing from these kids. I love having Rick Harrison on with us right now. Head coach at Glen Oak, his team off to a 9-0 start overall, 3-0 in the Federal League. We've got their game tomorrow night. Tip-off around 7.30 here on WHBC against Jackson. We'll get to Coach DeBevick's team here in a second. But uh, JT and I were talking about this earlier, Coach, about the Buckeyes. And it concerns me that in their two losses, Ohio State football, right, in the fourth quarter, they were outscored 39-6. to They can't close for whatever reason. I'm looking at three games on your schedule already this year that were two-score games or less, right? You win a 53-48 game against Hoover. You win a 60-59 game against Hoban. You win a 49-48 game against Fitch. Tell me about why your kids have this ability in a close game to be able to close like they have so far, and how important is that to have those games early in the season, again, to build that confidence? Well, one of the things is um, our, our our leaders, our older guys, Corey Lipkins, he's a junior. He was all everything last year. We have a senior in the lineup, Ben Davis, um, who's a swing man. He's probably 6'2". Um, Bryson Hill is a senior, and those kids are – are really steadying the young players that we have on the floor. So what we talk about at practice every day is, okay, um, let's make sure that in certain situations we're going to defend. We, we have to defend at the end of a game. Um, and then if we get the ball and we're down one, 
um, we're going to make sure that we take care of the basketball and we're going to try to get a good shot. And so far in that Hoban game, we got the last shot. We're able to knock it down. Um, in the Fitz game, one-point win, we had the ball in the last possession and we were able to knock it down. But, you know, getting back to that Ohio State thing, I just don't think that they defend well enough. I mean, you had to lead and, yep. you know, all you had to do was just take care of the defensive thing and stop them from scoring, and then you're okay. I thought the Bucks played beautiful on offense. I mean, the best I had seen them all year. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the game, you got to get a stop so you can win, and they just didn't do that. And both times that they lost, they weren't very good on defense. And we know that they're as talented as anybody in the country on defense. I mean, they got the best players you could find across the United States, and I don't know why – when it comes down to the difference between winning and losing is getting a stop, and they can't do it. It just boggles my mind. Is it talent versus heart determination? No, I don't. I mean, you know those guys are talented. You know those guys are tough. I, You know, I hate to say maybe the scheme that they were using might not have been right, but, you know, I'm not in there to know exactly what they were trying to get done. But, you know, those last two drives by Georgia – they just kind of marched it right down the field. So I, I don't I don't know what the answer to that is. But, you know, the Ohio State got the best players you can find. And yeah. they have the best coaches you can find. So, you know, for them to have that breakdown twice when they really, really needed to, you know, be steady and be tough on defense and get mm-hmm. it done, they just didn't do it. Well, see, because on paper, it is talent. And we hear it all the time. And we use this on our daily lives. When you keep hearing that you're loaded with talent, sometimes somebody can come up from behind you, don't have as much talent as you, and beat you. And, and you know, this relates to a high school basketball team or anywhere else because if you've got that determination, if you're coached well enough, you can overcome a lack of talent. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, we can also look at it like this right here. George are pretty talented also. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> You know, yeah, they're, that's they're a good point good over there. And, you know, that's just now you're playing chess, you know. So I don't yeah, know. Who's the better I don't chess know player, right? It, but, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, hey, you don't have to worry about that. You got your own things to, to be focused on. Defense doing well, obviously. Offense, you're doing well. What about your next challenge that we'll have for everybody here tomorrow night on WHBC taking on the Jackson Polar Bears and Tim DeBevick's team? Well, you know, um, the Polar Bears for the last – 10 or 15 years have been the standard for good basketball around the county. And, you know, Tim DeBevick just does an outstanding job. And, you know, they have great shooting. Um, they have a big kid in Owen Wolbert who's averaging 14 points and 10 rebounds. And really, when you look around the county, he's probably one of two true big men. Alliance has the big kid over there. But um, he's six seven. He's averaging 14 and 10. And um, he can really do some damage inside. And I just told you guys, we're 6'3 with high heels on. So, you know, <laughs> you, you, surround, you surround him with Mitch Prentifrock, who's the son of a coach, by the way. And you know the son of a coach is going to always be pretty good. But anyways, this Prentifrock went, went to a summer league game somewhere in the Carolinas over the summer. He made 15 threes in a game. Wow. So, geez. yeah, you know, there's a guy that you're going to have to get up and face guard and try to get him from catching the ball and, and then beating you bad like that. And then, you know, you have Anthony Fueline, who's also, by the way, a son of a coach. 
I you know, know that so there's another guy that shoots the cover off the basketball, and they have another guard, Kyle Monterubio, who is as shoots the ball as well as the first two kids that I mentioned. And then they have a couple of other kids that are six three, six four. So, you know, when you start talking about Jackson, you're talking about a team that has great size. They have guys who shoot the lights out, out of the gym, and they get off the bus. Ah, oh, let me hit a three and let me do that. But uh, those guys can really shoot the ball. And, you know, one thing that I, I, I do understand about this game that, that's going to happen tomorrow is it probably will be a track meet because everyone knows that when we play, we want to get up and down the floor. And Jackson plays the same exact way. They want to pressure you. They want to get up and down the floor, except for we're not going to shoot a whole lot of threes. They are, but um, they have the six, seven kid in the post. And I don't know how we stop him. We might have to double him a little bit. I, I don't, you know, we're still thinking about it and we're going for practice tomorrow morning and we'll go over some things, but, um, you know, we're going to have to defend the arc for sure, and we're going to have to handle some pressure because they are going to trap you. And then we're going to make sure that when when we get a chance, we're going to run. We're going to try to beat them up and down the floor, and I don't think they have any problem with that because that's what they want to do also. And then I think the key, the real key for us is we're going to have to rebound the basketball collectively because we're so small. And we haven't had trouble with that. Um, our kids have been doing a great job of finding their man on the shot and checking them out, keeping them off the boards, getting the basketball, and then taking off and getting up and down the floor. And I think everyone knows when, when you're going to play Jackson or any team in the Federal League, for that matter, it's never going to be easy to get a win. You just have to hope that you're going to go in and you're going to play the right way and give yourself a chance to win in the end. And that's what our kids have been doing. So, Hopefully, it should be a very, very inter- interesting and entertaining game tomorrow night. That's why we picked it. We'll have it for everybody right here on WHBC. 7.30-ish will be tip-off. The Polar Bears and the Golden Eagles. Rick Hairston's team undefeated heading into that game 9-0. and Coach, we always appreciate you joining us. Love the conversation with you on the air, off the air. It doesn't matter. It's always a lot of fun. Best of luck tomorrow night. Happy New Year, and we'll talk again soon, all right? Thank you guys very much for having me on.